Hello Fire Ride Warriors, happy Saturday! I'm on Code Shift in my FD8 and I'm also up promoting my work for the world so there is an option. You don't have to be hangry and hate your fitness life so you can never stay in fitness life because nobody who has an intelligent mind is gonna do what you don't see is worth your time. So what do you do then when it seems like it's all struggle and how do you motivate yourself to understand that the whole struggle is the prerequisite to ever feel that you have everything you want. It's almost like that stands between you and complete happiness and you're just scared of not having what it takes to be self-mastered. You don't know if you can make it so you're holding on to fears and doubts which stops you from going all out. And that is the worst thing you can do is to hold back in life. To think you have a plan B in case you don't do it because that means you're never gonna commit to when the fight gets tough and you need to keep fighting. That's what most people do. Get a little bit too terrified and forget you're making a game and play to win in fitness life. The build and burn keeps on forever. How are you gonna fare? How are you gonna stay high? How are you not gonna succumb to the typical diet depression which all other people in diet culture put on a diet, every woman living in our culture has known that that day, that moment comes back over and over. It doesn't matter how much you look leaner, good, stronger, how amazing your body looks. You will come into the insight, if you do, that you have built your whole life and your dream body and it's amazing, but you feel nothing of happiness or love at all. You just see the pain, the suffering, the struggle, all the self-sabotage, all the fights you had with yourself, all the moments of having the storm to work out in your mind and then you know it's gonna keep on being this way because you think it's worth the price to pay because the body and the goal you want it and you know that you gotta pay up the bill like my client Michelle said today you can't just you know you gotta can't just stop working when you have pills to pay bills to pay and that's so true that we can cry about you know that it's hard and so on but you are you gotta get to the insight of you are choosing a strugglesome life. That means you want a harder life. And that means you're gonna have more reward in your life because nothing makes you feel more amazing and have life to live for, just to fight for yourself, for having a purpose, to feel that everything you do is making the world better because you're living out of your heart and you're inspiring others and you are your own inspiration. That is the way to live life. But most people choose to do security, to do what the rest of the world is doing, to focus on goals that the world tells this is what you do. And usually it's based on money and certainty that you are, you think, if you can kind of just make sure that you stay strong and look good in other people's eyes, then you're gonna make it. And this make it is almost like, what are you going to do until you made it? Are you going to hate your life? That's how many people choose career over passion. So you choose where you're going to have likely income. Which means, yeah, you might have a job, but what are you going to do with the time when you don't even have time in your life anymore? Because all you do is paying bills and mortgage and paying up for your vacation where you're just glutton out anyway. And you can't even live in your fitness body you made because it's just too hard. So you're building up all this by forgetting that that moment comes where you where you want to forget that you become depressed and you don't like what you do anymore and no matter how much work you do and put in 
you just don't see there's a reason to enjoy it today. You have the complex with the rest of the world that you think you need to struggle and hate yourself and kind of make it hard and not enjoy it because if you enjoy it, there's something wrong with you. Which is exactly the opposite to what I'm about because I teach you how to master mind to master body. I teach you how to desire and to get your desire satisfied. I teach you how to eat to burn and eat to build and how to strike the balance. I teach you how to override those weak moments when you think everything is at stake but it's not. It's just your mind gets scared. That's what happens over and over. And that's a thing I need to address that in the industry, in the fitness industry, I have with the rest of the industry been part of joking and judging people, including myself, that all the kind of people, all the behavior, all the things people do, all the stuff that we talk about laughing or judging, I apologize for what I've done for myself because it comes down to I wasn't allowing myself to be less of strong for myself. So that is how I wanted to know how I see it. That just imagine that people do not allow others to be happy. That these people who have these iron bodies or want to set standards for how bodies should be considered strong. That you, you are not allowed to say I feel strong, I feel fit or feel lean. Because you don't have the body that is the body that stands on stage, right? So then, when it comes to social media, what I notice here, where I do not want to be part of, and is the shaming of people who are not the strong, ideal, symmetrical, this or that, who are not picture perfect, who have so-called flaws, who are normal, regular bodies, or who are just awesome but people don't allow them because you have to be surreal, you have to be photoshopped in order to be something enough adequately good enough for people to say yeah you're allowed to say that you love your body and that's when I'm just gonna say this that can you just think like this why would a coach or a fitness influencer, fitness person, whatever leader in the industry have anything to do with people's happiness. That if people feel happy saying that they feel strong and great and the body doesn't look to you strong and great, but you can see for them they do, why would that not be the way to do? So aren't we about to make people happy? And then you think like, why are people criticizing? Why don't they let, why don't people let others be happy? when you're not affecting anyone or doing because it's not gonna be given to you to say that you can love yourself when the person who sets the rules will not allow themselves to be that kind no because kindness is nothing that we look up to which we should so then we take pride in shaming downplaying not standing up for what you do unless we are the picture-perfect body ideal with everything that goes with and always make sure that we present ourselves in the perfect way, the perfect light, always, because otherwise uh, we look weak. Which is the opposite to strength because it shows that you're so terrified that you need to be more than others, which I'm not. So that's why I'm saying, hey, you basic just like me, you gluttonous pig like me, I know how to override it, I know how to make you happy because I used to be unhappy because I couldn't make it my way. And that was when I was so angry with people. I was judging people for forgetting their goal. I was mad and frustrated with people because they couldn't remember. And I was mad, mad, mad. 
But that's because I hadn't made up the peace with myself. I was just like you, getting mad at people quitting their diet for being weak, for being injured, for wanting to train lighter. I looked down on that. I felt it was a sign of weakness to train light. I was signs of weakness to not be perfect. I didn't allow myself to pose my body in an everyday. I was extremely shamed about my body. So I took the side of other people who wanted to criticize, and that's just people. Today I know better. But now I'm using it to show you that, imagine, for instance, I spent 10 years building up to my body. I made the dream body. I came to America, I made my whole life dream, my life. And then one day on a photo shoot, I saw a photo we took, I looked extremely muscular. And it, today it would be viral. But I was standing there behind the shot and I asked Paul, I said, hey, do you think I'm too muscular there? Do look too too big? And Paul, like a typical man who with no opinion, he says, yeah. So I just, okay. I decided that moment to kill all the muscle gain I have spent 10 years and making my move from Sweden to America because I felt, listen, I felt that my body cheated on me. I felt defeated. I felt that here I am. I built my whole body 10 years and then I look like a freak and it was completely <laughs> just a little fittest body. But I had that mindset, the perception that I couldn't handle it. I could not see my body. It was no different than when you're so anorexic, you're gonna die, but you think you're fat. It's in the mind. It's not about the body being good or not. It's not about the ideal. It's not how perfect you are. It's in the mind. The mind is the problem, not the body. But the mind bullies the body. And I bullied my body so hard that it was all about perfection. It drove me to keep on. And that was why there was no chance for me to do all or nothing because I had no time to invest in myself to learn moderation. I didn't believe in it. I didn't have it. I knew. I can't stop myself, but I can go all disciplined. So I just think I just have to be better. Discipline more and more and more. I became extremely chiseled. I loved it because I loved, loved, loved the life just like now. Most of the time in my life, I loved it. But then, just like you, at times when you get really lean and then what is the goal now? There's no more fat to burn. How are you gonna keep going? Okay, so you have to keep the diet. But if you keep the same way, you're not happy anymore. And there's no more upcoming feast because there is no such thing in my life. Because in my life, I don't do go back on my word when I'm too crying and now I get that depressed and I don't know what to do with myself. And the only way I can motivate myself to keep on being healthy living, so-called, is to sabotage and have cheat day and then start over. Because that's the good way to do, right? Sabotage first. So should I go and have a hair end shot when I need to get back to myself a little bit? No, exactly. The difference is though that in our world we have access to all this extremely tempting food with no money almost to upfront paying and we don't have to work for it. We can sit down ass all day long, burn no calories and then eat for 10 people not even know it because that's how it's designed. And you don't think that's a problem. You think it's unrealistic to want to be fit in a life where you have junk food provision all over. Well, you have a choice. You don't have to eat the junk. Just like I am now in this country and I'm not part of the culture. I don't want my body to be exposed to this environment of crap into my body because my mind is greedy for no reason. If I can't moderate that, I don't have a place in that, so I don't. And now it has come to the level where I have absolutely no desires at all. So now it's not even that I don't 
want to want it. I actually have zero interest. I don't even remember the last time I had something that wasn't part of what I want to have. There are no regrets in my life about what I do with my nutrition. And it has me by free choice, free will, free love. There's nothing that I can't have. I just choose the way that I know that makes me happy. And when you keep doing that, that becomes who you are. It's a routine. It's no different than when your self-destruction sabotage routine, how easy it is to keep on sabotaging, right? Because one little destruction move to another, add to another, that's what you do. So I do the opposite. But just think about that now that if you look back in my career and all the hard work the hard, tough love of myself was the way I was with other people because why would I? And trust me, of course, I wasn't aware of this. I didn't understand why I'm so mad at people when I say I love them because I love them so much but I couldn't understand and I was frustrated with myself because I couldn't even do it myself to the level I wanted. And I was mad at people because I couldn't, under I couldn't make myself understood because, again, I didn't let myself be understood. I didn't ask myself the right questions. And I kept on stopping the whole fight when it became too much until I didn't anymore. That's what you all have to fight up to have that moment of when you just have enough epiphanies and now it's so clear in your mind, there's no way going back. Those epiphanies are to die for, but you won't get them if you don't strive to feel them, to find them. And that is not in the bottom. It's on the higher level where you want to fight, fight, fight to keep on high, to fly like a high eagle, not be a duck. So just think about that now, that everyone in the whole industry who has a problem with how people are, how they're acting, that they allow themselves to be fit, it's not about the fat empowerment or fat this or that or how skinny you're like, my body's been body shamed just like everyone else because that's the way people are. So it's not about victim mentality. It's understanding that you gotta stop listening to this kind of crying about how your body isn't good enough for the people. No, it's not. You gotta have to understand that, that you have to love yourself in order to understand other people. You will have to do the same journey as I do to understand that if you cannot love yourself for the way you are and stand up for it, in all ways, just as a policy, you will never have it in you, the tolerance and acceptance to allow other people to be free and enable and be happy being themselves. You won't. Because why? You will, you will be like a little crybaby thinking like that. Why would they be allowed to have what I can't have? That's what it comes down to. Why would anyone allow you to be who you want to be if it takes away the power that now you don't have to chase a goal that might never be that makes you happy anyway. Do you want to spend years like me and then end up in 10 years realizing you worked all for this for what reason? I had my goal, I had my journey, that was all made for me, but I don't think you want to live like that now. Because if I look back now, I have no of those, oh, I wish I was 20, it was so easy. Never, because for me it was never easy when I was 20. I worked and fought so hard and was just fighting with myself over and over. I beat my demons up in the gym. I trained hard, hard, hard. I used my body as a therapy for that, for my mind couldn't pull together. It was all worth it. It's all for the fight or die spirit, fight for it. But now when I'm here and I'm thinking that, why are people so uptight about allowing people to be happy, God damn it. Don't we need a world that people are happy? So in my coaching, it's all about this. I have to put the happiness I don't want clients who are crying about, you know, who want to be grumpy because I am not grumpy. I do this by choice, so I show up with a smile. I'm here for the pains and aches of life. That's just the way of life. 
I'm not trying to make life what it's not. I'm real. So life is real too. And maybe I'm just one of those people who are so unrelatable because everyone seems to want to have mansions and houses and cars and bling bling and diamonds and high heels and admirers of millions while I just care about my women. I'm trying to see how can I find my women so I don't have to post to promote for men who is just sit there and they're not even my demographic. But that's how it is, right? I mean, you gotta find your people just like you find me and I become part of your tribe. So just so you hear me here that everyone in the fitness industry who has a problem with people being freed up and just understand this thing that you're gonna have goals in life, you're gonna work for them, but the whole of the doing to be happy right away is the lifestyle that I teach. Because you are not gonna get through that same thing of trying to get your macros and your nutrition and all that in place, working for months and then just to see it all fall apart because you never break the system, you never break the rules, you just follow them until you realize your mind won't let you because rules are not the way to live life. Life is supposed to live like a wild adventure. And if you keep on trying to follow all these rules of other coaches, you are gonna be freaking out with me because I set you free. I don't want you to keep on complying because compliance is effort by force. I don't want you to do anything out of force. I want you to do it out of your heart. That's how you show up and can find the beautiful struggle day in and day out. It's all worth it. And if you don't believe me, just imagine this. For me, my work, my clients, my life is the same safe, the same bliss like you have your children, your family. Now, remember how much struggle that is and how hard you do for that and how much of the ups and downs? But it's to die for, right? It's all worth it. That's how it is for me. That's how I feel. So for me, it's so important to not, to not keep up a culture where I feel is toxic for women. Because when I see these fitness competitors and their contest preppers, and they're all trying to keep on doing it because they believe they want to be on stage. Yeah, because every woman want to be pretty and be the winner. Because we have been told that is the way to be. When I think of what the heck are you going to do without be a winner for one day, you're not winning anything except for yourself, but then the lights close off and you have the diet depression and the post-contest celebration meal becomes a weekend and a week and a month and then a year. And people are not to live a life like you're competing in bikini and that's going to be your 24-7 life. But most of you who have gone too far away on your eating that you have 50 pounds to lose that you will have to spend whole life um, a year in fitness training and working your lifestyle before you can consider yourself enough work before you can have a reward and what are you going to do then because remember you haven't had the time to practice moderation and there's no reason to teach you that in the fitness world because that means you are not going to come back and pay up for another coach for another admission for another diet that you need to be on because you can never behave around nutrition or eating at all. Because you don't want to grow up and be an adult and be the highest level of your mind. You just want to be a toddler because you think it's cute to be grumpy and hangry by choice. I think you're just stuck trying to be 20 and that's not cute anymore. You are an adult, you are a woman who has more to think about than fixing your macros and be stressed about the scale. So that's why I have the no scale policy because here's the thing. It's not going to be a difference with you stepping on scale and having terrified fears and agony every day until forever versus 
you are not gonna do it and have no fears and relax and enjoy your life. Because the only difference with results versus not is if you're actually following the way of life. And I wanted to follow my way of life because if not, you're gonna be on a everyone else diet way which I feel I could never stay on any. So that's why I have my own. I don't follow anyone else's program because they don't work for sustainable life until I die. That's what I'm into. I don't care about short-term things because I'm not going to do anything in my whole life. That's one other thing I love about myself is that I always think, how is this going to be for me long-term? I remember even when I was young, 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 I was like, okay, what is this going to do? How long am I going to be interested? That's why I don't have a man around that I want to commit to, for instance, because I tell you that because women, you are very much engaging in all your relationships, but not yourself. So everything else gets invested in, and you put in everything into man who might just be an idiot all the time, but you're so in love, so you don't see it. That's the way you are in diet culture, bikini prep, contest prep, with a male coach usually. And that's how women are. Women love to have a male coach, because you get a little attractive, I guess. Ah, yeah, it's good for motivation to think he's turning you on, so you know you're gonna comply. It's just a way, again, to try to kind of make sure that you comply to your little diet routine. So how about this? What if you didn't have to comply? What if you loved to do it so it felt like, how much do I have to force you to have a massage? How much do I have to force you to eat your favorite cheese? How much do I have to force you to think about your vacation in Bora Bora? How much do I have to seduce you or try to convince you to feel good? I don't think it's that hard, right? So listen, when you do things that are hard and you love it, you just get seduced. That's the way to self-seduction. You just have to know how to entice yourself. And that is what every woman needs to know. How to get satisfied, how to get off, how to know yourself, how to know what makes you tick, what makes you purr. Because you are a cat, you're gonna be like my ram. We have there the pet thing and we just have nice time and then all of a sudden he attacks me. I'm like, what happened? Well, he just had a moment. That's you in nutrition and fitness. You're gonna be like that. You're human. You're gonna, you know, walk around here, mind your own business, be on plan, and then boom, all of a sudden you get a craving. You don't know what to do with it until you're in my training. So to summarize this all long rant, I just love you too much for you to feel that you're not good enough. I cannot be a coach leading women who I think that you're gonna work for all these years to lose weight, to lose fat and build muscle and then it's not gonna look the way you think at the same time and then you don't know what is this wrong, you're gonna think it's not working, you're gonna keep on going the scale to look at muscle gain and it makes no sense ever and then the whole group together is gonna sit with everyone else in the whole world, talk about how this is such a conundrum that nobody knows what to do with it and it makes no sense and everyone is like a little toddler talking about this over and over and I'm like, hey, I've got the solution, but you just want to be miserable. That's the thing, that is that people don't know how to understand that you can actually love to be on a so-called diet until you die. That's my whole thing. I got the dream diet. You have the dream body already. Now take the dream body, combine it with your mind and make that into reality by practice. That's it. You don't have to think more, you don't have to want it more, it doesn't matter how much you want it today or not. Just do it, follow that, that's it. What you eat, that you move, that you think, those three things. And keep it up, and then just see how that madly, suddenly, you just continuous. You're consistent, and then realize, wait, you walk by and see, wow, I'm looking so strong. 
that becomes addicting because nothing beats the feeling of being lean and shredded and strong. It's addicting. It's like cocaine. It's the rush. And you want to keep on having it. That's the way you get fitness lifestyle to be in your life because you love it. Isn't it crazy that I have to tell you that love is the answer in this too? So stop trying the hate life. Stop trying the I'm gonna try to do what someone told me to do because you will be like me. Hell to the no, I want to put up babies. Hell to the no, I want to go to parties in Beverly Hills to look cute. Hell to the, the no that I'm gonna say on Instagram what I have to say for the world to say I'm cute. No hell to the no to be anything but what I am. It's not worth it. I don't care how much more applause I would have. I'm not doing it to be admired. I'm here to make you shine in your life. That's what I love to do. So there you go. See me in the FD8.